You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No. So it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Gavin, Aaron, and Tyler back for the our final NFL predictions, right? For the season. <laughs> yep. Prior yeah. week one has not begun yet, so we haven't done our coverage of that, but we going into it after preseason, after free agency, all the injuries, the changes, we are gonna go back through our predictions, update them, change, or double down on them. So, boys ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we added, just to share, we added bold predictions. This can be like fantasy. can be anything that you are predicting happens in the season that, yeah, it has to to be something that maybe some other people weren't seeing coming or isn't a popular or a consensus idea. So, for the division winners, Aaron, in the NFC – you had NFC North champions, Lions. I think we all had that. NFC East, Eagles. NFC West, 49ers. NFC South, Saints. And your wildcard teams were Vikings, Rams, and Giants. Yep. Are you sticking with all of that? No. No, I'm not. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'm going to keep three of my four division winners. The one I'm going to change I'm going to change San Francisco. Two. I'm going to change San Francisco to. Mm, oh, man, I'm going back and forth on this. Seattle. Okay. Then who are oh, you? Didn't even have them in the. So no. Nope. You, you're not changing your wild card. You're saying Niners miss playoffs. No, no, yeah, I'm going to keep the Niners out, but I'm going to change. Um, you know what? I'm changing all those teams. Okay, so what are your new updated wild card teams for the NFC? Okay, so I want the Commanders. I want... Oh, man. This sucks. No, let's keep the Rams in there. Let's keep the Rams in there. And I want Green Bay in there. <laughs> All right. I'm in. They look good this camp. Yeah, and Jordan, if he doesn't turn the football over, I think we can get a wild card. And I'd rather root for it and miss it than not say it. So I'm in. They might be – I think they'll be like a top five rushing team, which is – I mean, if they can run the ball good then and he can just manage the football and not turn it over. Okay. I like that change. The – Commander's that's, pick. That's pretty kinda... – well, no, but the, the – keeping the, the Niners out is wild. I like it. I – so I just think I, – I, I just – 
I don't know how much you can honestly do in the NFL if you don't love your quarterback. And I don't know. I, I just someone has to just fade away. And so I think that's got like I, I think that's gotta be San Francisco. I, I we all believe in Shanahan and their defense is great, but like you gotta have a quarterback that makes throws. And is that Brock Purdy? Is that Sam Darnold? I I I don't know. Um and I'll tell you what, I like the more and more I see of Howell in Washington. I like that kid. And I think the enemy being over there, I think he's going to improve their offense. And so I'm getting them in at like nine and eight, last team that gets in. <clears throat> and you're leaving the Giants out. Yeah, I'm not. Daniel Jones, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't believe in Daniel Jones at all. It's no hate. I just, I like Saquon. I like Walker or Waller, uh, the rookie wide receiver they have. He, he's facing. Yeah, I, I look, Cameron showed me some highlights of him last night. So I actually, when I get home, I was looking at home, looking up some stuff on him. He looks like an animal. He's a burner. So, he's the fastest guy on the field. Yeah. So he cooked Sauce Gardner last night in the preseason game. Yeah. Honestly, it. I can see every team in the NFC making the playoffs because some of the division is so bad or some of the conference is not good, except yeah. for Arizona. I can make a case for every team except for Arizona. Arizona, I think, is purposefully tanking for Caleb Williams. After they got rid of, after they cut Colt McCoy today, they're they have to be tanking for Caleb Williams. Yeah, I agree. Pretty bold. The Arizona uh, Gannon, the uh, I forget what his first name is. He was the Eagles' defensive coordinator, but odd guy. Have you ever if you seen anything on him? Any of his like interactions with his players Who? so oh uh, yes, yes the yes. head coach of the arizona cardinals i for, i for some oh. reason cannot remember his first name jonathan jonathan yes he was the defensive coordinator for the eagles last year and he's like the most awkward dude ever with the players mm. it's like cringy it's yeah you gotta yeah, watch he's very he's him. a weird guy he's weird an odd one. but yeah the like not even the uh <laughs> i i know he hasn't had like a Tremendous start, but the Isaiah Simmons move is nuts to me. Seventh like, round. Seventh round. He seventh was a first-round pick. Round pick, like, what, three years ago? He was yeah, eight, right? Four years ago. He was a – I think he was pick – he was top ten pick regardless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people had him going to the Giants at the before that year. They said that it was between They just traded for him. Andrew it was between Thomas, him right? and Thomas, yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yep. Seventh round pick they gave. He's up gonna play. For, he's gonna play a significant role for us too. Yeah. So Gavin, any changes to your NFC? Which Gavin had the Lions as the NFC North winners, the Giants as the NFC East winners, Seahawks as the NFC West, Saints for the South, and his wild card teams were Eagles, Vikings, and 49ers. This is gonna sound weird. I am more confident now than before about how I think the Giants will do. But I think I did say in that original episode that I really don't think they will win the East. I just threw it in there just because. Um, So I will change that. I will be realistic now that we're actually starting the season. The Eagles are winning that division. Uh, But I do think the Giants are are in the playoffs. So you can throw them down there in my wild card. 
I think they'll be 10 and 7. Lions are good. I'm keeping that for sure. Seahawks, Saints, we'll keep those. Um, take the Vikings out and give me the Bears. And I think the I think the 49ers call in. They have a great defense. Christian McCaffrey is still a beast. Uh, so, yeah, I'll stick with Giants, Bears, Niners in the wild card. Darren Waller is going to have like 130 catches this year and over 1,200 yards. What's he's uh... like? Oh, yeah, he's a beast. He's going to, I mean, he's he played one drive and they targeted him four times and he had three catches for 30 yards. What is your, what was your change on the Bears? Like what made you put the Bears in there? I don't know. Cause I feel like I haven't seen a lot about the Vikings and I just, am, I think they're just going to be average. Yeah. The, the same thing like Aaron said though, any literally any team in this conference can get in the playoffs. Agreed. So I had the Lions winning the North, the Eagles winning the East, the 49ers winning the West, and the Saints winning the South. So I and then my wild card teams were Seahawks, Giants, and Bears. So I'm going to adjust the NFC East winner. And I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Stop. I'm just kidding. Now, I'm going to keep the Eagles there. The only one that I'm a little... I really do think... Like, I, I am on board with the Lions being very good this season. I just think that division is going to be super competitive. And I really, really want to put... I really want to take the Packers there, but I'm not going to. I'm going to swap out in my wild card teams. I'm going to swap out the Bears for the Packers. And the only I I think the Bears will be in it till the end and I could like you guys said any one of them can hop in the wild card or make the playoffs or sneak in in whatever way win the division. I just think with that defense some of the skills, some of the like guys he has on the outside. I love Christian Watson, and I think if they can properly use Aaron Jones and um, AJ Dillon, it's gonna be fun. Plus, that they got that rookie tight end, right? What's his name? Musgrave. Musgrave. Yeah, and I I haven't heard anything about him. I don't know how he is. I just feel like this may be one of those sneaky years where Jordan Love just doesn't have to do too much. Just do what the offense is asking you to do. Don't be Superman like sometimes Aaron Rodgers tried to be. Could be fun. We'll see. Moving on to the AFC. Aaron in the AFC North had Steelers. In the East, he had the Bills. In the West, he had the Chiefs. In the South, the Jaguars. In the wild card, he had Jets, Bengals, and Browns making the playoffs. You got any adjustments to make? This is where this gets very tough to me. Um, I'm going to keep my division winners. I feel like I'm good with the division winners. I'm going to take out. Oh, man. Yeah, 
I'm going to take out the Bengals and Browns. Oh, my. I I don't like – I don't know why. I just got a weird feeling about the Bengals this year. And I don't want to wish injury or anything on anybody. Like, I don't even want to think like that. But I just got this – I got – I don't know. I got a weird feeling. So – the other thing that kind of makes me worry about things is the Titans. Like the Titans have been a staple of close games and being in things and everybody just writes them off. Like they lost a bunch of stuff, but they didn't. They still have the same coach. They're still going to have a decent defense. They're going to have a great running game. Is Tannehill going to be okay? Is Hopkins going to be anything? Are we going to see something out of Traylon Burks? So I'm going to put Tennessee here because I think they're going to beat up on the other teams in that division and get a couple easy wins. And then the final team, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to end up with Jonathan Taylor. And I think if they get Jonathan Taylor and he's on a spite tour, uh, that offense is going to be loaded. So, again, uh, I think you can make a case for almost every AFC team. And it's very difficult for me to leave out the Chargers. But it is what it is. I, I will say this. I feel more confident about Pittsburgh than I ever have. I feel like that was kind of like a half and half, like maybe – but after watching Kenny Pickett in the preseason, I'm in. I am in on the Steelers. So let's do it. Gavin? Gavin? Oh, yeah, had... I got. Yeah, go ahead. No, you're you good. So Gavin in the AFC North had the Bengals. In the AFC East, the Jets and the West, the Chiefs. In the South, Jaguars and his wildcard teams were Ravens, Dolphins, and Chargers. Yeah, I got I got some changes for sure. Okay. I'm with Aaron. Uh, I think I'm drinking the Kenny Pickett Kool-Aid. I'm going to have the Steelers win in that division. They looked crazy this uh, preseason. I honestly don't know if they upgraded their offensive line, but I got to imagine they did it some to some degree. So the running game is going to be better. Firemuth, Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pickens, all of them guys. Uh, the defense is still just as good. Mike Tomlin never had a losing record as a coach. Now the East. I'm going to stick with the Jets. Um I'm debating on Dolphins. I just don't know how healthy Tua can stay. If he stays healthy, I think they'll be the number one offense in the league. But I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Chiefs, they're a lock. Um, and I'm going to agree with Aaron a little bit here. Uh, I actually think the Titans are going to win that division. Mike Vrabel, I mean, all, I think 10 wins wins that division. Because, I mean, we even saw last year the Jaguars were – terrible at the beginning of the year and they just happened to get good towards the end and then my 
wild card teams, I'll go with. I don't think the Ravens are going to make it, so you can take Ravens off. Dolphins for sure, as long as Tua stays healthy. Take the Chargers off too. I think they're going to miss. Um, so then my wild card teams are going to be Jags and Bills. Oh, yeah, you had the Bills missing initially. Yeah, I did have the Bills missing. Also, I don't think it's crazy to think if somehow the Colts figure out Jonathan Taylor that they make the playoffs. Yeah, and I think we have the same playoff teams. They just switched around. I think we have the same seven. Yes, we do. So, for the North, I had the Bengals. East, the Dolphins. West, the Chiefs. South, Jaguars. And wild card is... I had the Bills, Jets, and Steelers. And I'm holding where I'm at. I'm not making any changes. I feel good about the Dolphins, with or without Jonathan Taylor. If they add it, great. If they don't, I could... I The only one that I could see... The East, I'm not high on the Bills this season. So, like, if they missed, it wouldn't be a shock to me. But I think the Jets are going to be very, very good. And I think that'll be like a back and forth with them and the Dolphins to win the division. But Let me make one more change. Yeah. Take the Jaguars out and put the Bengals in. I just, I just got to trust in Joey B. I think I listen to Aaron too much and he got me talked out of the Bengals, but I think the I think the Jags miss. Oof. Like but that's like like we've said, the yeah. AFC so stacked. It's there's gonna be a there's gonna be one or two very good teams that miss the playoffs. It, it's insane to sit here and have people who've been watching football their entire life and none of us have none of us have Baltimore, none of us have the Chargers like that this season is going to be so much fun to watch. I'm so excited because I know we're going to be wrong about this stuff oh, in yeah. certain spots. And so like, I, now I feel like the Chargers are going to be the number one seed because like yeah. we've all, none of us have them. And like, they do have a new uh, offensive coordinator. Well, they got, they've got a, a decent offensive coordinator. Uh, the quarterback is healthy. Um, the receivers are going into it healthy. Uh, got a new rookie receiver. Yeah. Eckler's got something to prove. There's no reason why they couldn't go 13 and four. Like, yeah. uh, we'll see. So, but I think the coach stinks. That's why I'm, I have that. The head coach stinks. Coach yeah. stinks. Mm. This will be fun. Okay. Super Bowl predictions Aaron had Eagles beating the Jaguars. And then we did an alternate Super Bowl where he had – this was kind of like an out-there Super Bowl. He had the Jets beating the Lions. Worst record in the league, the Cardinals. Can't imagine that's going to change. Biggest win difference from 2022, the Rams. And biggest uh, fall from grace or loss from 2022, the Buccaneers. So, Aaron. Yep. Eagles still win. Oh my gosh! You're gonna have to ride it till the wheels fall off. Let's do an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. That'd be sweet. Oh my gosh! Wow, you're really you're Kenny Pickett's really taking off here. Here's the deal. I like this though. I like the confidence. I think 
Mike Tomlin is a not a good coach. I think he might be the best coach in football outside of Andy Reid. But because Roethlisberger was so old and they didn't have a ton of weapons those last couple of years, he's never been below 500. And now Kenny Pickett looks good. They have a two-headed rushing monster. Pickens like looks like he's starting to develop. Deontay Johnson is a uh, a PPR monster. And Fryermuth, I think Fryermuth is going to have an unreal season. So give me the Steelers, 11 and a half wins. I'll take I'll, I'll take that line right there. Like it, I, mean, I was it's Steelers or Jets for me. Yeah. Representing AFC. Oh, am I supposed to do all of them? Yeah, if you we want can, to go through, or you can go. We can go by person if you want. Yeah. Yeah, we can so, go by Super Bowls and then so whatever Super we Bowls, want. Super Bowls prediction, Gavin, you had Bengals beating the Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I still am big on the Lions. Uh, I think they their path to the Super Bowl is like we've already talked. We think the 49ers might not be as good. I think they need another team to take out one of these big dogs like the Cowboys or the Eagles or the 49ers, the top dogs in the NFC. One of them needs to take the other one out, so they just have to beat one of those teams to get the Lions there. I'm going to stick with the Lions going there, uh, and I'm going to have I'm going to have Miami in the Super Bowl. Who's going to win it? Give me. I still it's going to be a shootout. Give me Miami over Detroit. I had Eagles beating the Bengals, and I'm sticking with it. No change there for me. I'm still high on the Bengals. Aaron, your alternate Super Bowl. I'm going to keep that the same. Okay, so you're keeping Jets beat Jets over Dolphins. Gavin, you had no. Jaguars. I had Jets over Lions. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Jets over Lions. Gavin, you had Jaguars over the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to switch. Uh, I'm going to go Battle of New York. Jets, Giants. I had Dolphins over Bears. And considering I don't have the Bears making the playoffs anymore, I'm going to remove them. And I'm going to do Dolphins over Saints. So, I think the Saints, oddly, have, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Just Very underrated. Because of their division, that defense is still, I mean, they were still ranked, I think, top five last year, even with like having just an awful offense that they're having to deal with. Uh, they add Derek Carr. Once Kamara gets off suspension, Michael Thomas is back. Who knows how long? Who knows what he's going to look like? But that division is so weak. I could easily see them being like the top seed in the NFC just based on the fact that they have yeah. such a weak road. Like, they, I mean, they're going to have to play some of the top guys, but they're going to feast on that division. Yeah. So who knows? They could. They may have one of those easier paths, which you got the defense, you got – I mean, I like Derek Carr, and he's got the weapons around him, so it could be fun. Yeah, I think they – Chris Olave, too, you didn't mention him. But yeah. I think their floor is 10 wins. Yeah. And that's – I don't even know what their schedule is. Like, I don't know how many of the top dogs they play. I mean, I think they would play – I don't know which – I'll see which division they play, but 
I'm sure they've got someone mixed in there. So they the got worst... Carol. You got it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Panthers, Packers, Bucks, Patriots, Texans, Jags, Colts, Bears, Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Panthers, Giants, Rams, Bucks, Falcons. So, honestly, a pretty easy schedule. I mean, their hardest game is Detroit. Legit. Like, well, that, yeah. They're going undefeated. Saints, 17 and (laughs) (laughs) Earth. All right, and we had a worst record in the league. Cardinals, I think, were pretty much yeah, all think... on on yep. board for that. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And biggest win difference from twenty twenty two. Aaron, you had the Rams. You sticking with it? Yep. Yeah, I think they only won. I'm looking at it right now. The Rams won five games. I've got them at nine or ten. So I think they're going to go up four or five games, I think. Gavin, you had the Jets? Yeah, give me the Vikings. Okay. I think they're, I mean, what were they? 12, Wait, no, 13 wins? No. This is the biggest win difference. Win difference. Oh, win up, win up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I had Jets. Because I think I last time I looked, I think Jets won like seven games. Yeah, they won seven. Yeah, I think I'll stick with I'll I'll go with that. Yeah, because okay. I think they'll be a twelve win team probably. I'm gonna see something before I make my because I had I had the Bears, but I'm not as high on the Bears as I was. Well, the other part is. The Bears, because the Bears, I think, won three games, right? They were the one, the worst team in football, technically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Saints. They had seven wins last year, and I think that could easily jump up to, like, 12, maybe 13. So. Yeah, that's a good one. That's what I'm going with. And the biggest difference in losses year to year Aaron, you had the Buccaneers? Yeah, I had the Buccaneers because they won eight games, and I think they're going to win. I actually am a little higher on them than I than I was. I think Baker Mayfield is going to be fine for them. I'm going to take San Francisco. 13 wins. I'm here for the San Francisco downfall. I, I, think, I think I'm going to say seven or eight wins. Yeah, I was going to say six or seven. They're so talented everywhere but quarterback. It's and I think it's egregious that they keep ignoring quarterback. You can't play that way. I think if they want to win more games, I think they start Sam Darnold, but they, they're going to go with Purdy, and I don't – I just – I don't get that. But that's me. All right. Gavin, you had the Bills? Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings. I had the Vikings as well, and I'm sticking with that. And then the sh- and then I'm sure this offseason will be finding Justin Jefferson a quarterback. No, they they just oh finding him a quarterback. I thought yeah. you were going to say finding him a new home. No, I just saw a, a headline like an hour ago that they plan to sign him to the biggest wide receiver contract by week one. Deservedly so. Yeah, obviously, but yeah. <clears throat> 
Okay. They have his quarterback, Kellen Mond. He's the backup. I think they from cut Texas A and M. Oh, did they actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, <laughs> you guys listen to Chris Sims at all? Chris Sims, when he was drafted, said he was better than Jalen Hurts. I've been replaying that clip for a while. Uh, okay. Most valuable player, Aaron. You had Trevor Lawrence. Change that too. Okay. Two. I know where he's going. I can I can feel it. Yeah. Put him in there. <clears throat> we ride or die. Is it two T's? Second. Yeah. 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 Gavin, you had Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm not as high. I mean, he. I know he only got as a minor injury that he had in camp, but he's already got a little bit hurt. I just, I'm not as high as I was on him. I'm going to go. If he's, I have a bet on Aaron Rodgers to win MVP that I made last, whenever he signed with them. Uh, But I'm going to go with, if he stays healthy, Tua. I love how all this stuff, we don't have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. None of us are picking Pat Mahomes to be MVP, and that's what's going to happen probably. <laughs> yeah, it's just not fun. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I had Joe Burrow as the MVP. Not changing that. So offensive player of the year. Aaron, you had Jamal Williams. I did not, actually. I had Justin Jefferson, and you must have typed in Jamal Williams. <laughs> I, I I put this on mute and went back and listened just to just did to you, check. Did like, you really? Because I looked at that and I was like, in what world? Why would I have? I don't know why I would have put Jamal Williams there. That's okay. No you had clue. Justin Jefferson. I, Justin Jefferson, and I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep Justin Jefferson. Okay. As All right. Although yeah. I do think if he stays healthy, I think Tyreek Hill has a because I he's looking at that two thousand yard mark. I think it's very possible. Gavin, you sticking with Jay Jettas? Yeah, I'm going to stick with him. Uh, the only, I think Christian McCaffrey could make it just because that offense is going to run through him. Uh, but yeah, I'll stick with Jefferson. I had Justin Fields. I still think he's going to have a pretty fun year. So I'll stick with that. Defensive player of the year, Aaron, Aiden Hutchinson. Keep. Okay. Gavin, Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, I'm keeping it. Okay. I had Nick Bosa. I'll keep it. And rookie of the year, Aaron, you had Anthony Richardson. I did. I think. Huh. CJ Stroud. Really? Yep. I'm sure we talked about this last time. So do they do a rookie of the year and then they do an offensive and a defensive? Is that how they actually do it or did we no, just this do it is, that way? This was actually something that came out in the podcast is when we were looking through awards. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were just going to do offensive and rookie, offensive and defensive. But there was a there was a weirdness because Agent Aiden Hutchinson had some award, and so did Sauce Gardner. Yes. So okay. we realized that they separate they separated yeah. something. So. So Gavin, 
you sticking with Jackson Smith and Jigba? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna have it be Jameer Gibbs. I don't know which one is like the bigger award, like if it's rookie of the year, like if it's the Pepsi rookie of the year or the offensive rookie of the year, which one's the bigger award, but I'm gonna take Jameer Gibbs. I had B. John Robinson as rookie of the year. I will double down on that one. Aaron uses no. Homer on uh offensive rookie of the year on Luke yeah. Musgrave. Yeah, I, I just want to erase that. I know we were supposed to have a homer pick, but I don't want that because yeah, I don't okay. want I like we yeah. Don't have to. Okay. I don't Green Bay's not gonna win any awards unless there's some some uh our cornerback could maybe win defensive player of the year. But um this is where I'm gonna take Oh man, now oh, that that one won't make sense. So, give me just a second here. Okay. You know what? Screw it, Jordan Addison. That's not bad. I mean, he's basically. The I mean, he's more of a slot guy, but he's basically the Adam Thielen role. Yeah. Gavin, Jameer Gibbs, you had him as rookie of the year. So who is your offensive rookie of the year? Uh, I'm looking at the odds real quick. Okay. Give me this is a flyer just because I don't I don't really think any of these quarterbacks will do it. I think them some of these receivers, questionable offense. Uh Tank Bigsby, he's the backup running back in Jacksonville right now. Yep. And I don't know how good uh ETN's really gonna be. I mean, I think he's solid, but I think Tank Bigsby might have a big year. I actually do think nice. that, not just because I looked at it just now. And I had Jackson Smith and Jigwa. I like him, but I'm going to go with the guy that I need to succeed for fantasy purposes this season. So I'm going to go with the rookie tight end from Buffalo, Dalton Kincaid. He's going to be good. Flyer. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. So Aaron's defensive rookie was Joey Porter Jr., Are you sticking with it? Yeah, man. Ride or die with a steel curtain. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, in fairness, if I had to put money on it, I would put money on Jalen Carter. But uh, do, I'm going to just take uh, I'm going to take my flyer on Joey Porter. Do your in-laws listen to this podcast? No. Uh, this would be the one for them to listen to. Yeah. Well, yeah, my father-in-law. My mother-in-law wouldn't care. She's yeah. a Colts fan. Oh. Gavin, you had Jalen Carter? I think it's realistic. I'll stick with it. I hate it, but I'll stick with it. I'm absolutely sticking with my defensive rookie of the year as Jalen Carter. In fact, I think he'll be in discussion for defensive player of the year. He won't win it, 
but the dude's an animal. So, very excited. Comeback player of the year. Again, we want to all <laughs> say on the front end of this, we understand uh, DeMar Hamlin is going to win this award as long as he plays a single snap in the NFL. As long as he dresses. Dresses. That's even a better point, yes. <laughs> so, we understand that, but we're making picks outside of that. And, and he's already played uh, in the preseason, so it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a luck. He's also minus 350 right now. I'll put my whole bank account on that. <laughs> Aaron has his comeback player of the year as Deshaun Watson. Got to double down on that, right? Well, I took the Browns out of the playoffs. So I'm going to take Deshaun out. Okay. And I'm going to go with another malign quarterback. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. What? I I got one more season with Russ. New coach. Hmm. Don't. If Russ has if if Russ goes 10 wins, he wins that award. Outside of obviously who knows, maybe the other guy will pass out again, I don't know. So, yeah, Russ. Clip it. And Gavin, your comeback player of the year was Brees Hall. So I just looked this up to see what the actual criteria for comeback player of the year was. And it says a player who has shown perseverance in overcoming adversity in the form of not being in the NFL the previous year and severe injury or simply poor performance, which I did not know that. I thought it was based on injury. But you could say that about anybody who just had a bad day. Uh, Tua, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Tua's gonna win most valuable player and comeback player of the year. Dang, nice. I'm still uh, my comeback player of the year was Sam Darnold, and I'm sticking with that. I think he'll be starting by the end of the year, and I think he'll do decent. But we'll see. if they start if they start him full time before week five, then they make the playoffs. Darnold, yeah, yeah. Coach of the year. He's never had, had sorry, he's never had as good of a team as he does right now. Every no, other team he's ever. been on has been garbage. And he's not a bad Close. quarterback. He's just had a terrible surroundings. Yes, I agree. Absolutely agree. And coach of the year, you guys both had Dan Campbell. Doubling down. Mike Tomlin. Might as well, honestly. Yeah, just go straight Steelers. <laughs> So, if the Steelers yeah. make the playoffs, I I just don't know how. If they win that division, they're going to have to win some impressive games in prime time, and Tomlin's going to look good. And and we're going to hear the like, uh, I think we forgot how good Mike Tomlin is, and I think that is going to come back to haunt a lot of people this year. He's seventh in odds to win, plus eighteen hundred, Aaron. Yeah, and I bet that's gone up. Then yeah. what? I bet that's gone up since the beginning of the preseason. Because I bet he was probably tenth before then, before preseason. But I might just be a Steelers fan this year, I guess. 
I'm uh I'm sticking with Dan Campbell, but I'll sprinkle in a little Dennis Allen because if we think the Saints are, Saints schedule is really easy, they're gonna win eleven or more games. If it's not Dan Campbell, then it's Dennis Allen. Yeah. I like that pick too. I will I still stick with Doug P Dougie P. I love me some Doug Peterson, so I'll still stick with that as my coach of the year. In our added category, bold predictions. Aaron, what is your bold prediction for the 2023 National Football League season? I think I'm going to start with something fantasy-wise. I think... Hmm. I think... Sam Howell will be a top 12 QB play by the end of the year. Like overall, when it's all said and done, I think Sam Howell will be a top 12 fantasy quarterback. He's got the weapons to do it. Jahan Dotson. Deami Brown, Scary Terry, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas. It's got a solid defense for the team, but yeah. Yep. Gavin? I'll I'll go with a fantasy one too. We can keep that fantasy going. Uh I don't know how bold you guys can tell me if if you want this to be bold or not uh darren waller will be the tight end one in fantasy i think that's lukewarmish yeah yeah that's, that's what i think i mean because i think he's top five for sure yeah i think it's good because that that position is such a lock to say anybody other than mark andrews is pretty in, like Travis Kelsey, you mean? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, anybody other than Mark Andrews to maybe take it oh. is a is a bold prediction. Okay. Like Mark Andrews is the one that people would go. He's the one that could do it. So anybody outside of that, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go away from the fantasy predictions and just do a a season prediction. And I believe, maybe outside of Gavin here, who won't think this is a shocking revelation, I think the Cowboys win maybe six games this season and Trey Lance is the starter by the end of the season. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't but know. You go ahead. I don't know if you guys have seen anything with Dak Prescott in the last few days when they, he was asked about Trey Lance trade, but it did not, he was not happy. And when Jerry Jones was questioned about it, it wasn't like he was doubling down on Dak. He then went ahead and said, in the 2020 draft, had Jalen Hurts fallen to them in the second round, he would have taken Jalen Hurts. That's rough. with Dak on the roster. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. No, You're, it, that's the it, first time I heard it. it. So I, this is like I said, it's bold. It's most likely not going to happen. But the six, I do think the Cowboys are going to be not good this season. In in a world where Jerry Jones does and says a bunch of stupid things, 
I actually like that because for Jerry Jones to say that he's drawing a line in the sand for a guy who has been okay. But when the moment is there has underperformed at this point, he's either going to take that and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong and be the guy that he needs to be, or he's going to fade away either way. You're going to be able to do either keep him because he's gotten better or get rid of him because he's gotten worse. So I actually think that move by Jerry Jones is smart. It's not nice, but I think it's smart. Yeah. It Which was... I wouldn't say too much about Jerry Jones, but <laughs> I think the, I think the six wins thing is, a is possible because I just think they're going to be up and down. But I think the Trey Lance starting by the end of the season is pushing it because they paid him all that money to throw him on the bench and then to cut him. I got to imagine that if they cut him or traded him, that they'd have to take a massive cap hit, which they're already garbage in cap anyway. But Yeah, but the thing is, is if they're if you're that low with that much expectations going into a season, and if you get to like week 13, 14 – you may just shut him down. Like I know they're paying him all that money, but I the Eagles did the same thing with Wentz. They paid sure. him that massive deal, and then when stuff was clearly not working, they sat him and played Hurts those last like three, four games. So that's kind of the situation I'm looking at and how I'm predicting. But I just I'm loving the way this season's already starting in turmoil for Dallas. I think they I, – I hate to say this because I do not like them. I think they are going to be wildly entertaining to watch regardless of their winning or losing because they're either going to be throwing the ball downfield to CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks or turning the ball over. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what's the interception total we're giving Dak? Like what's the over – Realistically? Yeah. 19 and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the over on that. I got one more I want to put out there. We can just keep, we can throw as many as we want. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how bold this is. So you guys tell me. Um, The Arizona Cardinals will win one game. (laughs) One. No, that's good. I mean, because who who they beat? Who, yeah, who they beat? Do you got it? I haven't even looked at the schedule. I just know, like, just in their because... division, in their division, zero. Zero games in the division. Yeah. So let's let's pull it up here real quick. They start – oh, they start with Washington. They're going to lose that game. Uh, Giants loss, Cowboys loss, 49ers, Bengals, Rams, Seahawks, Ravens, Browns, Falcons, Texans. That could be one of their wins. At the Texans, they beat them. Uh, Rams, Card- or Steelers. 49ers, Bears, Eagles, Seahawks. Yeah. So I've got them winning. Um, if they could I Arizona's home against Atlanta. I think Atlanta is gonna be I don't I don't love Desmond Ritter. Um but so yeah, I think that's one of their wins though, is middle of November, those two games. But I think they <laughs> Kyler Murray gonna, will be back by that point. Yeah, but he's he sucks. I've yeah, never true, but so I think they're gonna get dog walked the year. And uh and I think they're intentionally doing it because 
they they see Caleb Williams and who knows, man, they get him. The Cardinals could be a destination place in three years and we could be talking about them like in the playoffs for sure. They have a lot of holes on that roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you get a great quarterback on a rookie deal. You get True. one nice free agent wide receiver. Um, They're going to have two first next, probably next year in the top five. Because James Connor, James Connor is about to get the biggest workload of his entire life. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get a, a hundred reception attempts and 1200 rushing yards. And they're going to lose by 30 every game. <laughs> Gavin, do you have any bold predictions left? Um, I mean, I don't know how bold some of these are, but I could just say some things that I think might happen. I think, I think Amon Ross St. Brown for the Lions, maybe not in fantasy wise, but I mean, this will probably translate to fantasy too. I think he might be a top five receiver. Not just fantasy wise, but just in be yardage, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yardage, yeah. Yep. I don't know if this is um in the bold category, but I'm also going to go for the leading rusher in the NFL. I'm also counting on this for fantasy as well. I'm going to say the leading rusher in the NFL will be B. John Robinson. I'm not as high as on him as a lot of people are. I just, I'm just hoping I can never I trust rookies. I don't know that that's possible. I, I literally, I don't know that that's possible with the way the system runs. He, because he's going to get a lot of receptions out of the backfield too. And I think they're going to be down in a, I, I just, I literally don't know if that's possible I think he's going to have a truckload of combo yards. Yeah. And I think it'll be above a thousand rushing. I just don't know that he's going to get to the 1,500, 1,600 yards you probably are going to need. I don't know that he'll be able to do that, especially because they're still going to run Algier and Patterson some. But I mean, if he takes over, hopefully. I don't know. All right. 1,653 uh, was the leader last year, and that was Josh Jacobs. The top three were all in the AFC. Yeah. Number four was Barkley. Um, not one, not two, three. Three wide receivers, 2,000 yards. Who? JJ Who say it again? Justin Jefferson. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Stefan Diggs. I think we are about to see offense at a premium this year. We're going to have some high scoring affairs and those three have all kind of made it like weird personal goals. So let's go after it. Yeah, let's do it. 
let's try and force feed them. I'll, I'll piggyback off of that wide receiver, big yardage. I'm going to say two receivers on the same team go over 1,500 with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Which is, that's actually, that's actually very bold now that I'm saying it and thinking about it. That's for sure not happening, <laughs> but write it down. <laughs> well, if here's the deal. That matches up with if Tua's win, if Tua wins MVP and comeback player of the year and they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's going to be the Dolphins year. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, over 1,500 yards. And 10 touchdowns each. Throw that on there, too. Ten touchdowns each. Yeah, why not? Okay. I think they both go over a thousand easily, and then Tyreek will go sixteen hundred at a minimum. <laughs> yeah. Who do you guys think will be? I mean, unless you want to keep doing bold predictions, unless we just want to talk about random things. Did you have another bold prediction, Tyler? Let's see. I think I didn't have anyone, but I can make one up. Uh, let's do. Ooh, I think Jalen Hurts will have over twenty. Jalen Hurts will have twenty over twenty um passing touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. Ooh. That's bold. What do you have last year? Thirteen rushing? Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron will still not win in fantasy with him. <laughs> Somehow. We'll see. We'll see. Who do you guys think the number one offense in the league will be? Yardage wise. Or in points. Uh, they go they go together, kinda. Okay. I like your Dolphins pick. I like the Dolphins, and then I would probably say also I'd say the Eagles. I go Dolphins, Eagles. Between there. Baltimore. Todd Munkin, new OC. They're going to pass more, open up his running game. They've got like four decent wide receivers. I think that could turn into an offense where you just don't know who's going to be the number one wide receiver, except for Mark Andrews. So, Baltimore. Real, like, actually, I mean, they're not even in the playoffs for you. Nope. Because I think they're def- I, I just think that division is just so good. And I think offensively they'll be better. Um, but just kind of something I think would kind of shock people is if like uh, Lamar comes out for 40 total touchdowns, yeah. putting up 30 points a game. And I can see that happening. But last year's top offenses were. Chiefs, Eagles, Lions, Bills, 49ers, Dolphins. Yeah. 
So what do you got, Gavin? You sticking with the Dolphins? Yeah, I gotta stick with the Dolphins. That's my Super Bowl pick. I mean, Dolphins are pretty. Yeah, I think they're yeah. they're right there for sure. Number <clears throat> one defense. All right, you know what? Something that would be wild, but I'm starting to buy into more and more and more. And not necessarily a bold prediction. I think Baker Mayfield has a year that either gets him a, a deal with the Buccaneers or a deal with another team. I think him and Mike Evans are going to have a fun year. Dude, uh, Gavin. What's up? Check this check this stat out. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield had more 20-yard touchdowns than Tyreek Hill or no, I'm sorry, than Patrick Mahomes did last year in six less games. His deep ball percentage is in the top 5 of the league every year he plays half the games. I think him and Mike Evans, I think Mike Evans has uh, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns this year. Eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns, somewhere right in there. Like, how old do you think Mike Evans is, by the way? 31. 29. Oh, wow. Yeah. 1,000 yards, five years, six years in a row, whatever, and just kind of gets overlooked. I think him and Baker Mayfield are going to have fun this year. I think the Buccaneers offense will be like – it won't be one of those teams when you go to turn it on. I think everybody going into the year is going to be like, ah, they're going to be boring and they're going to suck. I think they're going to be fun to watch. Would you say he was the number one rated deep ball passer? He's been in the top – he's been in the top five, and he had more 20-yard touchdowns last year than Mahomes. That's just mind-boggling. And he, and he played six less games. Can you cite your you know there was a you know there was a time period between 2021 and 2022 where Daniel Jones was the number one deep ball passer. No that's a that's a real stat. No, it's a real stat. I don't you don't you don't have to believe me, but it's true. That was just because it was always third and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what team – here's a question for you guys. What team – two questions. What team comes out of the gate hot and crumbles? And what top ten fantasy pick is a complete letdown, not because of injury, but just – doesn't have it. Doesn't have the season. Team that comes out of the gate and crumbles completely and like they miss the playoffs or they crumble for a little and then they regain themselves and scrape in. I hope the that miss, misses the playoffs. Minnesota. Okay. Especially since Justin Jefferson's about to get a big deal. They're going to be like, oh, let's have him go crazy. They're gonna probably maybe they'll start out four and two, five and one, something like that, and then they crumble later. 
Okay. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, I think the Jags start out hot and then find themselves. Actually, no, because I have the Jags in the playoffs. Maybe I should adjust that. <laughs> and you have Dougie P as your coach no, of the I year. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I just looked at the schedule. Uh, ooh. I'll go. Falcons have a surprisingly hot start and then crumble towards the end. That's what I'll do. And then okay. the top the top ten fantasy player that's a bust. I'm gonna see. I guess Are you saying the bust like they're they're just absolute garbage or they're just not they don't end up being worthy of the top ten pick? Like they might finish at like like an RB twenty or something. When the season is over, you look at all of the like consensus top ten dudes. And really, it's somewhere between 8 and 13 guys, right, that everybody can kind of see being there. And everybody just goes, man, that dude just took like a step back. And it's not because of injury. It's just it doesn't work out. I'll give you a couple. Okay. I'll go Cooper Cup because he's coming off of an injury. And because how good is Matt Stafford still? We don't really know. Uh, And then I'll also go Devontae Adams. Because I think Jimmy Garoppolo is garbage. Tyler, what are your thoughts? I got, and two. I'm just not. I'm also not high on B. John Robinson, so I'll say that too. I got two that I think could be chewy. Uh, this one here, okay, this one's definitely would be wild, but I think with especially all of our predictions. And if they're going to miss the playoffs, I know a lot of teams around them are going to be good. With the contract stuff, his age, I'm going to go Austin Eckler. Mm. And then I see in the top 10, I think I say this, people talk about it every year. I feel like this has got, Derrick Henry has to decline at some point, right? Does he though? That's what I'm saying. Like I, like I, <laughs> logic tells me, yes, it's going to be him, but who knows? I also could see – I like Gavin's Cooper Cup pick. I drafted him, but I'm very nervous about that. So, I could definitely see that. I, but at the same time, if he stays healthy, I don't think there's any way he's not top 10 wide receiver because who else do they, Who else does Stafford have to throw to? Nobody. Van Jefferson. <laughs> um, My team is going to be the Chargers. I think offensively they're going to start out hot, and I think they're going to get in a close game situation, and I think that coach is going to screw it up. And I think that team is going to fall apart from the inside. Um, so they're my team to kind of just start like four and two, five and one, and probably not even get to nine wins or ten wins, right? Then I'm going to say I got two guys. One is just, like I said, premonition-based. Jamar Chase. I love Jamar Chase. I think he's extremely talented. But someone's got to take a step back. And then the other one is Kelsey. Kelsey is not. Like, at some point, he's another guy. How old is he? He's got to be 32 at least. I think he might be closer to 34. 
And at some point, that's got to regress. Like, he's not fast. He's not. And they have no weapons other than him. And I know they can hide that for a certain amount of time. But people are taking, like, we literally were in a draft yesterday. Who He went two overall. If he's not of 1,100 yards, 13 touchdowns, if he's not that guy as a tight end, that just looks horrible. Like, where you could get, especially fantasy-wise, that's rough. So yeah. He is 33. He turns 34 this October. That's crazy. Like, and we were talking about this yesterday. He's not fast. No, not he doesn't all. look. He just is always gets alone. Open. Just gets he's just open. he's like Crazy. just elusive in his route running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so smart. Gotta stop sometime. Yeah, like you said, taking a tight end that high in fantasy, and like I had, I didn't take a tight end until round nine, and I was okay with taking one later, honestly. Yeah, I'm kind of high on Tennessee's tight end. Chica, yeah. I don't know how to say. It. I don't know how to say his name. Chigazim Okokwanko. <laughs> I yeah. actually think he'll be pretty solid this year. So it's yeah. Tannehill, right? He's starting. Yeah. He's starting. Levis will start at some point this season, though. You got to imagine. Have Maybe. You seen, have you seen Malik, Malik Willis looks pretty good in the preseason, at least from stuff I've seen. No way. I don't know like, that. Lil, dude, I don't know Levis is going to start this year. You don't think so? I think because Tennessee will be in the hunt. Yeah. At the end, I think they'll have to start Tannehill. If they were going to – I think – yeah, I don't know. I, I, if they I start out – if they start out bad, like 1-4, and 0-5, oh then you'll see Levis by the bye week. But other than that, yeah, I think you're right. By the way, low-key kind of weird player for comeback play of the year. If DeAndre Hopkins plays all year, if he stays healthy yeah, and he gets eight targets a game – He's putting up 12, 1,300 yards in that offense. Like, A.J. Brown did it. And if he's healthy, like, we'll see. So, because there's a world where Derrick Henry's still a monster. The tight end improves. They've got a good one, too. And Tannehill just doesn't turn the ball over. And they win 11 games. We act like they weren't. They were the number one seed in the AFC and went to the AFC championship game two years ago. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's the team the is of, pretty much the same. Just because they're boring. Yeah. And that's kind of – it's they're boring, and Jacksonville kind of has this lure. Jacksonville won nine games, and we just expect them to overcome how bad the franchise has always been. We expect Trevor Lawrence, which if you look at his stats, he has some okay games in there, but there's nothing in there where it's blowing you away. They don't. They clearly don't love ETN that much to draft Tank Bigsby and all – like, there's going to be splits there. So, um, and again, even even things like we're just assuming Calvin Ridley is going to be uh, the Calvin Ridley of like three years ago. Yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of assumptions there. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of going, screw Tennessee, screw what you've done for five or six years. Like, I. Well, Tennessee last year nearly snuck into the playoffs with Josh Dobbs as like starting quarterback. Yeah. After Tannehill went down. If it weren't for that, there was like a weird play at the end of that game where they were playing the Jags to get into the playoffs that they lost and Dobbs fumbled or something. Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, that they were there. Yeah. Like the way Vrabel like prepares the guys, it's crazy. Yep. 
because they're eight and eight. They would have been eight yeah. and eight and won the or eight and nine and won the division. I think. Yeah, I don't even honestly think Calvin Ridley will be the. Christian Kirk has been the number one wide receiver during camp and preseason. They've got a lot of weapons. Sometimes it just doesn't work, though. Like, we're remember how many times we watched Allen Robinson go to other teams and just expect mm-hmm. – we just expect Allen Robinson goes to the Rams and he's going to be great, and it doesn't work. Allen Robinson gets traded to the Bears, and their offense looks like it's improving. And I, the one thing that makes me stick with the Jaguars is Peterson. Like, Peterson, I feel like, is, isn't going to let them, like, just fall off some deep end. And Trevor Lawrence looks good, but yeah, the Tennessee just overlook bothers me a lot. So, plus I'm in this league where a guy, if he finishes last, he has to get a tattoo because this will be his third year in a row getting last. And he drafted five Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> so, there's a bonus if they don't do that oh, well. Wait, there's not even Dang. Lawrence. ETN, Ridley, Ingram. Who else? That's four. Defense. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, would, I would never want more than two people from the same team on my roster. You could or talk to me starting. About, you could talk. You could talk me into three depending on the team. Like, for me, if I had hurt – Whoever won one of those two receivers and Goddard, I would start all three of those guys every week, and I would be comfortable with it. Um, if I had Mahomes, Pacheco, and Kelsey, like Pacheco would probably be my two or my flex. I'd probably be okay with that. But it takes a very specific team. Yeah. yeah. And but dude's going to be starting four Jags every week. Like, mm. that's, that's crazy. Yeah. He's yeah. going to have weeks where he doesn't score 60 points. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be there. What? Yeah. What other teams? Um, This is a homer pick, but I would I would play Waller and Barkley in the same week. Yeah, but I, yeah, the two, I think you I think there's almost a two for every team. Yeah, almost two for every team. It's the teams that I, I wonder about three. I think by the end of the year, you might be able to talk me into Allen, Diggs, and Kincaid. That might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Burrow, Mixon, Chase. Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian McCaffrey. I don't love Kittle, but... See, that one's tough just because those weeks... If it's two of them, yeah. Three of them, I feel like that's tough. Yeah. Because I I feel like you're almost always going to have – because then you got Debo, too. Yeah, I'm not – I think I think Debo is overrated fantasy-wise and regular-wise. Anyway, I think Brandon Ayuk is much better than him. Lions, I would be good with Gibbs and Brown. Hmm. Montgomery, he's really – he's the true number one back. Montgomery, but then Gibbs will be like that receiving back slash third down back. Yeah. But... Steelers, Fryermuth, Harris, and either one of those receivers or the quarterback. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know about that either because I think Najee might lose his job by the end of the year. To uh, what's his name? Uh, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be more of a split than it will be, not because Najee Harris has taken a beating over the last couple years. So, I think Jalen Warren looks good too. Jets, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I saw you got Aaron Rodgers this year, QB1 in our league, Tyler. Like, I was waiting for you to take a quarterback forever. Yeah, I once the couple running quarterbacks got taken, I was fine with anything that was left. Except for Dak. Except for Dak. I wanted him to go undrafted. I, I picked up Kenny Pickett, the last pick, just in case Aaron's oh, right. Oh, you got him too. Yeah, I got him on the final pick. Just in case he's right and he's like a stud. I want to have him sitting there waiting. Because Rodgers really doesn't put up crazy fantasy numbers, at least he has in the last couple of years. No, you'd have to go back to uh, his first MVP this last go-around when they drafted Love. He put up 40 touchdowns yeah. out of spite, which is possible this year. <laughs> Very possible. But What do you like about this one? Vikings. Hawkinson, Justin Jefferson, Alexander Madison. Playing them all together. It's tough between Hawkinson and Jefferson, but. Yeah. Oh, man. I also don't think I mean, it's, it's probably a, it's probably a fringe one, back. though. A fringe one for sure. I don't know. We got anything else, boys? No, I don't. I think that's – is that a wrap? I think so. 